Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob and Kevin, live in the Lulu Lounge. It's been a little bit. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, what's the name of that track? It's Caterpillar. Five oh, whoa, whoa. You know what? I don't think we need it. Technical difficulties. We need it for recording and stuff like that. This but, uh, is, uh, Rooster to Five Nine, Caterpillar, featuring, uh, King Green and Eminem. Speaking of Caterpillars, have you, do you have Caterpillars, like, everywhere over here right now? Dude, you know what's crazy? They uh-huh. they were vicious check last check, summer check. Uh, in the tree we have in the backyard. Like, they were everywhere, and then they are gone now. I'm talking, I have hundreds in my backyard, okay? Like, none, hundreds man. of them. None. To the point where, like, my son was, like, finding them in all sorts of weird places. Like, daddy, daddy. And I'd be like, dude, <laughs> put the cat. You know, and then, like, you know, you really can't tell a toddler, like, you know, to to not squish that, you know, cat. You know what I mean? So right. there's, like, there's a couple... I guess fatalities, caterpillar fatalities. Fatalities. So speaking of Eminem, I heard that he's um, who's he dating? No, dude, it's I. I think it's a, just a joke. You Nicki think it's Minaj. a publicity stunt? Nicki Minaj. She put out a track, mm-hmm. I guess, mentioning him in it, and then with him on there or something. No, 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 no. just just saying that she's like you know with mm-hmm. him or whatever, and then people ask her like, "Is this true?" And she's like, "Yeah," but she just you know what I mean. She just jokes around. I think he does too. Like, did he, he did he confirm it though? No, I don't he doesn't think have so. like a Twitter or anything like that. Or uh, I, I don't think, think he does. does. I, I don't he's think... on Facebook. I know that. Is he really? Yeah, I can't yeah, say he's on Facebook. I mean, he's so like odd. He's like ten years older than us. So yeah, he's like sense. what 44? maybe. I feel like he was older than that. I feel like he was like mid forties. So maybe just, not ten years older than us. It's gonna but. be weird when Eminem's like seventy, or like Willie Nelson's age, like rapping. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when you figure those guys hang it up, it's like uh, you think about like you know the Stones or like Pink Floyd, and they go like really old, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like late sixties, seventies, still mm-hmm. playing. Like I can't imagine how that translates over to hip hop for those guys. Because hip hop hasn't been around long enough to have uh, well, Grandmaster Flash or well, like, yeah, oh, I Cool mean, J. But oh, Cool J looks like better than ever though. I saw saw him recently. <laughs> he looks like he's like twelve. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna, how that's gonna carry over. How those guys are gonna. That's very odd. Sound, mm-hmm. uh, or still stay relevant. I mean, if you're if you're if you're true to your craft, not true to your craft, but if you're good at your craft, right? Because there's certain MCs that have been around that were like pioneers, but like really when you break down the rhymes, like ah, eh, they're not all that great. Yeah. And a lot of the newer stuff today just is trash. Brutal. Right. Um, like I I don't know. I'm I'm. As far as hip hop goes, I'm you know I'm more of a fan of like old school stuff like, you know, Tribe, Tribe Called Quest, Wu Tang, mm-hmm. Eminem, Eminem. You know, what's your favorite Eminem? Go-tos. I know you're a big Eminem fan, so like, what's your favorite album by him? My favorite, um, mm-hmm. Marshall Mathers LP, the first one. So the one where he's in the shack. One. Is he in the shack in that one? Yeah. Well, it starts off with uh, Kill You. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it starts off with Kill You. Did we offend everybody right away? Everyone dropped off. <laughs> Was there Bring up your favorite. There oh, was. There remember. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one. Uh, it's in. It's it's definitely in my top five albums that you can play from beginning to end without skipping a track. I mean, I know there's some. That's like, a good, that's a good thing to bring up. Like best albums that you can listen to from beginning to end and not stop, and it's a full piece. Mm-hmm. It's the worst when you like. There's an album or two where you're just like, oh man, I just can't. Like years <clears> later, you just still can't get into it. You know. Um, yeah. Well, there's like a few songs on it. You're just like, ah, it's trash. If anybody's out there the, in the Facebook, oh, no. let's see. I'm in here. I love the delay. Yeah. Kimberly Ann was on there. Hi, Kim. Kim. Uh, Kim and uh, the other two people who are popping off here. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Favorite oh, albums of all time you could listen to from top to bottom, start to finish. For me, I guess, uh, what's a good one? A good one would be, I mean, Midnight Marauders I love. You know what I mean? Speaking oh, yeah. of hip-hop, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's got, like, so much panache in it. Low End Theory is like that for me, too. For Low End Theory, yeah. Yeah. All of it, really. Even the, the, the last one, The Love Movement. I found the tape recently. Yeah. You know, I like that one. I liked all of their albums. I, mean, yeah. I wish that... You know, Fife didn't pass away because I I even like that new album. A lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like it. I thought that was dope. I love that mm-hmm. drum beat of that. Um, oh yeah, Space, We the People Space like that, program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's killer, man. And then they performed on Saturday Night Live, and I was just that like, was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. so much I, energy. You know, like it was such a shame that he was already gone by that point too. I know. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when Chappelle was on there. It was the same night Chappelle it was Chappelle, Chappelle yeah. hosted and and yeah. tried and tried played. That whole that whole episode was great. I kn- I haven't watched Saturday Night Live. Consistently in years, yeah. Like it, there was a, I, I don't know. I guess it's maybe it's my age. I don't know, but I feel like uh, the Farley Spade mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. were just the best. The best when yeah. they were on there, and then it kind of just, you know, there was a couple, a few years like when Will Farrell was on. It was good too. Like Will Farrell, Tracy Morgan was on there, but uh, the, the past few years. Or probably probably the last past decade, I haven't really watched it at all. Like I'll pop in every once in a while if there's a good host that's on. Yeah, that I like, I want to go see. Like, but it's weird. Like I feel like they they really kind of scraped the bottom of the barrel to mm-hmm. like get hosts for that show too. Like, remember like Charles Barkley was on there as a host. It's like he's not an actor, dude. Like he's not a comedian. recently not, right. Was yeah, he, yeah. he's not an actor. He's not a comedian. Like he's an I, athlete. Like, Charles he, Barkley was funny. on there with uh, Cobain years ago. Years ago, uh, was he, was, he? he was the host for when they did uh, the In Utero. Session. Oh, okay. So, um, I recall that. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, <clears throat> I remember the last, yeah, the last few years that I really watched it was when, was after, you know, Spade was still there, and Chris Farley, and then Will Farrell, and then that was kind of it. I kind of fell off after that. Like, when those guys' careers blew up, they left the show, and, yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. making movies and stuff, it was like... I feel like they try to bring some other people in. I just it just didn't do it for me. It, it hasn't hasn't been good for me for a long time. So, but I did check it out when Chappelle was on there because his, his oh shit, yeah he's always great. Have you seen the Netflix uh, stand up right? Yeah, where he smokes <clears throat> the e cigarette mm-hmm. and like nothing really is coming. <laughs> he's exhaling nothing really. Yeah, but some of his stories are great though. I mean, there, there's the one story about where he lives and stuff, and I think he gets hit with a snowball or something. And yeah, he's always had that ability. Like, and I think that's mm-hmm. true with like comedy. It's like you got to be able to tell a story. It's you know, all about like telling it's the story. All about telling really, the story yeah, I mean, and about finding the timing to not just have like a quick punchline, but because mm-hmm. there's some comedians that do that where like they just do a quick joke, but like to be able to mm-hmm. have the perfect details of a story to really con- construct it so mm-hmm. people visualize it and then. You have you I mean? ever um, seen funny people? Uh, was that with Adam, Adam Sandler? Sandler? Yeah. I, I don't think I have actually. You've never seen no, that? I think I oh have. my god, I love that movie. It's yeah. all about stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. and like Adam Sandler plays like a version of himself, and like basically, um, well, I don't want to ruin it, but it, you yeah. and Liz would love it though. Yeah. It's it's a long movie too, which is odd because it's about yeah. stand-up comedy, but it's like two yeah. hours and forty minutes. But oh wow, it's one of those movies where it's like you live in it for a bit, you know? Okay. What I mean? Like, but uh, Seth yeah. Rogen's really funny in it. Okay. And uh, what's the name that dude? Uh, Haziz? What's his name? Haziz Ansari. Yeah, it's like his start is like on that oh, show. Okay, okay. But I love stand up. I've always yeah. wanted to try it, man. I've yeah. always wanted to like get material, like really like try to you know yeah. like get it going. Because most of the time when I speak on the microphone, like in front of people, it's at like a concert or you know what I mean. At the top of the world, I'll, I'll speak, and I don't plan any of it really. It's mm-hmm. all like you know off the top off the of cuff. my head, off the yeah. cuff. I used to plan stuff, and then mm-hmm. I stopped because like when you plan stuff, it just takes away from the. 
the natural even flow of like you know what I mean like yeah. whatever the audience you know what I mean the audience mm-hmm. may be feeling a certain way yeah you know you never know what's gonna happen you know um, uh, I'll just tell people right off the bat here uh, James Michael <laughs> Jim the school teacher Jim <laughs> teaches gym class Jim Jim likes Nirvana. <laughs> Okay. And just the other day, Jim was uh, playing me a track. Uh, <coughs> this track is with... distracting to me. Is it? Whatever this is. Whatever. This yeah, what is, is that new feature know. right there? Oh, there's art. Let's see if we can bring art on. That's weird, though. You can see that? Yeah, I've got like 2020 mad vision. Dude, I have implants. I have 2020 vision. What now. do you mean? Like Tom, C- Tom Cruise and Minority Re- Report? <laughs> kind of. Tell I me had, more. I had, uh, <laughs> I, had, uh, I had implants put in. Yeah, try to bring them on the camera. What's what up, Art? I sent you a request to come on the camera. Art Fenega, you know Ian's, remember Ian's friend growing up? He's a DJ. We've no. always had technical possibilities, difficulties. But what was I saying? Um, we're talking about... Uh, oh, Top of the World. If you're watching world, this right yeah. now, we're probably live across the feed. People are watching <coughs> when, they, when they come up and see it. But I'm going to give away uh, two tickets right now. Uh, I, I think Art is the only other one watching. So, <laughs> But if uh, we'll, we'll repeat the question throughout the, the evening. Um, I guess the question... Uh, that we'll ask first. It's a trivia question. You ready? Don't answer it because you're my co-host. Okay. Okay. What was Pearl Jam's original title for the album Versus? We've spoken about it here before on the Bobcast. If you know, comment two tickets waiting for you at the door. Moving on. Uh, Let's talk about... um, If I could go, that would be my tickets right Yeah, where are you going? We're doing a... uh, You just wrote the answer down? No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's... uh, 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 yeah, where are you going? Uh, we're going to the Eastern State Pen. Oh, are you going to that Game of Thrones thing? No, no, no. It's uh, like a, a night overnight tour at Eastern State Pen. We were supposed to go in April, and then the, it got pushed uh, to June, so ju- to June 9th. So we have passes to go during the day for the yeah. regular tour, mm-hmm. but then we'll be there at night to explore oh, that's in the awesome. dark. At the... You did that before, right? No, never at Eastern State Pen. What are you looking forward to? Like, what's What are you, what are you thinking about? What's going to happen? I don't know, man. I mean, the just to just to kind of go through and see places that people haven't seen in a light that people haven't seen it because mm-hmm. people have gone there at night, but usually for the Halloween stuff where it's all dressed up. Yeah, not the actual. This is just to like go in and see see the history of the place. And I've been to we went last year. Liz's uh, uncle and aunt are members there, so we had like you could a, be a member there. Yeah, so we were able to get what, in what type to of see perks it. you get for that. Well, you get into there was so they opened a part of the wing of the of the prison that had never been open to the public before. I did read that. And we went and saw that mm-hmm. last spring. It was like I want to say it was April. Mm-hmm. So we got to walk through a, a part that hadn't people hadn't seen yet. It wasn't open to what the public. Did you it was members only. Uh, we saw what used to be like an operating room. Oh wow! It was the infirmary that was opened, and um, so they had like you know all the cells where patients mm-hmm. were were kept. But they also had like an actual operating light. It was this thing was huge. Oh wow! But that's what they used to to be able to uh, to form operations if people were sick or wounded or whatever. They took them into this room and it was pretty neat. Um, that's and I'm sure there was some other stuff, but it, we're talking about over a year ago. I can't remember all the details. So we went through with you the, saw Al Capone's a, a tour guide suite and stuff. stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jack White's new album has a, a track on it. I think it's like track 10 or 11 that's written by Al Capone. He bought the rights to the Al Capone song so he could do a oh, really? a cover of it. It's something along. I know huh. that that's like something, but uh, it made me think of Al Capone. There's an Al Capone movie coming out. Um, I, I think it's called Fonzo. 
I don't really know oh. much about Al Capone except for when De Niro played him in um, The Untouchables. I know him from um, when Dominic uh, Labruzzi or whatever yeah, yeah. his name is played him in uh, Boardwalk? Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. yeah. I feel bad about Boardwalk. I, I was with it for a bit, and then I just dropped off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I think I, after Jimmy, well, spoilers, whatever. So it's season just, two. I mean. Yeah. But it was weird that he got kicked off, you know, because it felt like he was yeah. the main character, you know? But that's happening a lot now. I mean, look at Fear yeah. the Walking Dead, for God's sake. I mean, like, yeah. what? I know. Um, when he went it off I read about that and they were, they were you know he was just Frank. like I'm done I'm done Frank's like I can't do it I'm from the UK I, that was my poor accent whatever but I, I think uh, I think they look at probably look at the parent show The Walking Dead and they, they think like these guys have been on the show show mm-hmm. for series for so long that they kind of get stuck in those roles mm-hmm. but I mean you look at Denai Guerrera can never say her last name yeah she's just crushed it this past year with Black Panther, uh, Doing Avengers, Infinity things, yeah. War. She's going to be in the next Avengers. Like, Did you see Infinity War? Yeah. It's dope, it awesome. right? It's First awesome. 20 minutes is solid. Yeah. Like, I like the whole thing. Entertaining. I, the I, I love the whole movie, yeah. yeah. I love how dark it is, and I love uh-huh. it's about Thanos. And yeah. I thought Josh Brolin did an amazing job. I, I would like to see Josh Brolin actually get nominated for that, because I've never seen, including uh, the dude that plays um, the Planet of the Apes, Andy Serkis, uh-huh. his Caesar portrayals have been really well done. But, yeah. like, Thanos... Or we'll, we'll start the debate online here on the podcast uh, for people listening. Is it Thanos or is it Thanos? Because <laughs> I, I would that, think it would be Thanos. I have so many conversations with people. I was on uh, uh, 93.3 WMR have a podcast called Comic Book Gurus Podcast. Okay. Hosted by uh, my new friend Greg Legans and uh, Rockstar Rob. So they invited me down to the studio. We did like a, a whole podcast where I just basically do what I do with you where I just didn't plan anything I just went off the yeah. Cu- you know yeah we could just talk like it. a yeah, stream of consciousness flow yeah. you know and like we were I remember thinking during that podcast because they kept going back and forth Thanos Thanos I wanted so, to bring it up like who so is it so both of the guys were saying it, yeah, well, it would, in a different way well, even the one guy would keep saying it <laughs> the other way you know what I mean like back and forth and but both regardless Ameri- so, both I mean, American guys both Americans yeah I, I only asked that because it's funny the other day I was with uh I was with a, a potential client, and mm-hmm. I was showing him something, and I said, oh, yeah, al- aluminum. And he goes, oh, aluminum. And he, like, tried oh, to yeah. correct me and say it a different way. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, because you're a- not from the United States. You might say it a different way, but it's we say it's it's, it's, it's aluminum. There's a couple <laughs> things that we get. Right, like, let's bring up now. Let's move to aluminum. another topic. So there's so many well, other- I would say Thanos to uh- answer your question. Okay, so I, I think I'm Thanos too. Yeah. And then I start watching myself say Thanos. <laughs> but here's a couple other ones that bother me. Yeah. Okay, so uh, <coughs> the older generation, uh, when you, okay, so when you go, I, I, I won't tell you the way it's, I just want to hear, <laughs> hear how you say it. So if you go into the Dutch country and you see a horse and buggy being drawn by the blank people, Amish? Amish, okay. Yeah. The older generation says Amish. The Who says Amish. Amish? Clint, what's up, buddy? Maybe we can get... Who Clint, send us a, uh, a request if you want to come on the show. I'll bring you in here. I think I, I see Clint. I don't see it says bring in the cameras. Probably because he has an iPhone. I bet you that's a thing. But, yo, uh, they say Amish. Who says Amish? Okay, my father-in-law says Amish. Really? Amish. My father Amish? says it. Um, I've heard numerous people say, oh, I can't wait to get some of that horseshoe fly pie that I got up there from the Amish country. I've never heard anybody say that. Well, you got one that's like a tomato-tomato type thing? Yeah, I guess. What do you got? Uh, well, I think it's regional, like when people say water. Water. Or water. Yeah, water. You know? I think it's a Philly thing where we yeah. say water, mm-hmm. right? Um, but a lot of other places will say water. 
I have cast conditioned myself to actually say water now, which is, <laughs> it's just because when we moved to LA, like, you know, we had no money, so we couldn't buy soda or drinks or anything, or, yeah. you know, glass of water. Right. And every time, yeah, people would be like, oh, you mean what water? do you want? What yeah. do you want? Like in that Californian yeah. SNL, like, <laughs> and I'd be like, water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, say so water. water. Because I grew up saying water. Yeah. Let me get a glass water. of water. Water. Yeah. You know, like there's a little Ralph Macchio thrown in there. It's it's just our it's our region. It's, it's our, just, yeah, it's a yeah. Philly it's it's a Philly regional I, thing. I guess. Just say it's, 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 it's yeah, because you say water ice. Yeah, let me get a water. Water. Ice. Yeah, you don't say water ice. No, no one says water ice. If anybody says water ice, I'm going to be really really. I mean, upset. maybe people in other areas do, but not around here. If you say it around here, I mean, you're almost like a psychopath. Who's this? <laughs> Russell. Oh yeah. Let's see if we get Russell. That. I love how you just sidestepped that I just said, I said anybody says water ice is a psychopath too. No answer from the live guest. Okay. But yeah, water. 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 Let me get some water Can ice. You save? Yeah, Can it's you strange, save you know, but you know, we all know what we're talking about, right? Like, I mean, it makes sense, you know, like per se, like. Yeah, I. <clears throat> Thanos, Thanos, it's Thanos. I, know. I think they called him <laughs> Thanos. Thanos. Thanos is coming, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. what the far, first thing I think so, Mark yeah. Ruffalo had said? Thanos is coming. He was scared, man. Yeah, it was, was good. Scared. Yeah, Hulk yeah. wouldn't come out. Hulk I love was, that. Hulk was I love the podcast. I love the fact that, that Hulk didn't come out because ne- I've never even read that in the books and I read him as a kid, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's it say? Fun science fact, aluminum is down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely tell us more, Jack. Tell us more. Uh, maybe, do you have any other uh, factoids about Amish, Amish, or Thanos, the Thanos? Because we'd love to hear it here on the podcast. Aluminum. There you go. Right. So it's aluminum. So once it's 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 a finished product, it's aluminum. Is it aluminum? Okay. Like I don't know much about like uh, materials. <laughs> Is it? It's a natural resource, right? Like. I don't it, much about It's on the natural periodic <laughs> of elements, right? I don't know. I forget most yeah, of the... Per- I think al- right? aluminum. It's on there, right? Yeah, it's on the periodic al- Alumini? Aluminium? <laughs> There's another one. Miami, Miami. When Miami? I was a kid, I would say Miami. Miami, Miami, Miami. I, wouldn't, I couldn't say Miami. Miami. I couldn't say breakfast. I say break fast. Break fast. You better break bitch. fast. You know what I'm saying? Like Slow down, schnoogans. Speaking of slowing down, let's talk about uh, the week in review. Um... I think the very first time that I was down here in the Lulu Lounge, we were talking about uh, a hit show that returned after about 30 years. Jesus, yeah. Right? Yeah. And we were talking about how much we enjoyed it. We were talking about how elated we were that they were talking about conversations that, you know, were we could relate to as, you know, late 30 um, Americans, I guess. Everybody was relating to it. Uh, and I'm talking about Roseanne. Roseanne had nine episodes. It was the highest rated show on ABC. I think it had, like, 27.1 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. The only two shows that have the same types of ratings, <clears throat> The Walking Dead and uh, Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones eating back this year. So, like, yeah. the highest rated television show this week got canceled after Roseanne, mm-hmm. I guess, had a couple drinks and took an Ambien on Memorial Day and made some racist tweet comments and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And now, where we live in today's society, two things happen. One, nothing you write. Like, this will be up. Like, I could delete this, but somebody could, you know find a copy yeah and two um and i guess I'm, this is one thing that i'm actually kind of like like kind of thrilled about it seems as if we're changing in society just a bit where it's like racism is just intolerable like we're out like mm-hmm. whereas back in the day you know i just remember um it not being at the forefront 
like the only time I ever saw it at the forefront was when some kid was walking down the hallway with the fishbone race, uh, racism sucks shirt. Remember, like, mm-hmm. so I'm elated about that. But I mean, I'm down to talk about it. If anybody has anything out there, they have an idea of like, you know, well, how do you feel about like what Roseanne did? Yeah, I just uh, I don't I actually did not read the um, the tweet or anything like that. I'm not on Twitter, but I just saw all like Facebook had blown up. Uh, with all these uh, articles saying the show was canceled after her mm-hmm. rant, or not a rant, but after her comments uh, on I Twitter, guess, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, uh, I, I think, um, I think if anything, there's it's 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 strange how times have changed in a sense where there's certain things that seem to be kind of looked at as like ah, that's bad, but you're, it's still kind of okay. Whereas other things are like, yeah, that's not going to be tolerated anymore. We're not going to put up with that shit. Yeah. Like, like the racism part. Like, yeah, like she made racist, racist comments, and they they yanked her show. Um, like, like I think that she too. I think it was like within hours. Well, I think she already had a target on her back in the sense of how well the show was received. I don't think a lot of people. No, nobody thought it was really thought it was a great idea. Like well, the first episode she had was like very clearly. Well, I, I feel like she was a very tight balancing act on the first episode mm-hmm. because it was very clear that she was a Trump supporter mm-hmm. but um, they tackled a lot of different issues and Jackie, this whole season like yeah. they did I mean yeah. I mean, the, uh, the Muslims moved in next door and she said I, it's not that yeah. we're just scared of you or we're, we're afraid or something you know yeah her uh, I love when he came by, back at the end of the night though did you have to come at 2 o'clock yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great but like they tackled a lot of different issues on the show which which are current today and valid like poverty right people still live in pill poverty addiction. they can't pill addiction they can't afford health care um, Natural disasters. Love right. when, when he beat right. the door he beat down. The, shit out the door. Yeah. What, what homeowner out there has not been yeah. at that moment where something is going to stray? Well, yeah, and you're just fed up. Um, uh, that DJ had a her granddaughter was was uh, was black. Mm-hmm. Um, that her other grandson uh, was gay, or possibly gay, possibly gay. I mean, he's still he just young. Was he was out. figuring yeah. out. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he wears girls' clothes. Yeah. They didn't say he was gay, but he wears girls' clothes. And they were like, hey, this could be a, mm-hmm. an issue for you going to school, especially in that was great. Illinois. Yeah. All these different John things. John Goodman they, was great in that. I thought John Goodman put in a great performance. Oh, I thought. Could have yeah. got an Emmy, you know? I think Becky's acting is probably the worst on it, though. Yeah. Becky, well, Becky what's she been doing, great. though, for the last... Has she no, been right. actually waitressing? At that I don't know. She might have been waitressing. That's, yeah. like, a real, like, story that they brought um, in, but... Yeah. Sarah Gilbert, you know, her character, well, I like, it was her idea poverty. to bring it all back. Like, um, she was the one that was, like, let's let's try to do it again. Mm-hmm. And she her acting chops were up to speed. I yeah. mean, the struggle, the plight of being a mother who has to move back in with her parents, yep. the daughter from Shameless who doesn't want anything to do with her. Yeah. But yeah, I, so I mean, there was a, so I say all that to say like mm-hmm. there was a lot of different hot topic issues that were addressed on her show that I don't think people were really okay with looking at. Mm-hmm. And it, the reality is like, hey, you you watch shows like that to escape reality when it's like a lot of the topics she had in her show mm-hmm. are reality. You know Pretty what I mean? much so. <clears throat> so, yeah. uh, and I don't think. There was a lot of viewers. Like I watched it every week. I right? watched I it enjoyed every week it live, and I suddenly I enjoyed the show. Live, yeah. I don't agree with her beliefs. Like I don't, I don't support. He's our president, but I don't, I don't support him. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, there's differences of opinion there on things that she does, and yeah, I don't agree with what she she put out on Twitter. Like she might have she might have thought it, but she shouldn't have verbalized it and made it a joke. Because there's arguments you can make to say, well, she's a comedian, she was making a joke, but. 
was she really? Like, I, I don't know. That's not for me to say. However, the backlash is you lost your job. You know, your show gets canceled and you're done. I find it really so. interesting that she has been able to, she she also had a major backlash when you and I and most of the viewers or listeners out there were kids when she spit and grabbed uh-huh. her crotch during yep. the national anthem. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and then she, I, I don't know if the show got canceled then, but that was no. like before, you know. Mm. So what happened was though she she claims as if you know first at first she made a series of I follow her on Twitter because I just couldn't believe what happened because like I literally like woke up on Tuesday I was like oh cool Roseanne's on the night yeah. and then she gets canceled in like one day and I'm like yeah. well, okay so uh, she claims that she had taken the prescription pill Ambien <laughs> um, she also claims that the person she was speaking about she didn't realize that she was african-american she thought that she was jewish or something okay um she was scheduled to do a podcast with joe rogan today love the joe rogan podcast mm. um I, he would have been great to get to the bottom of it because mm-hmm. he's very he's very neutral you know yeah. like he doesn't say you know this that or whatever mm-hmm. but she claims that she took uh the prescription pill ambien she started writing all this crazy shit and then um but, you know, th- th- then the following days after that, she was, like, attacking, like, her uh, kids on Twitter, like, uh, mm. you know, the, her, her um, TV kids. Um, now, and one of the things that's interesting is Ambien um, sent out a tweet. Yeah. You read that? I did read yeah, that. It said something yeah. to the effect, like... Uh, we have no we have no known no, side effects no. that our drug will lead to racism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah it's true. Which is great. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's I mean, great. And uh, from what I've read, Ambien never, ever, uh, <laughs> or whatever that company is, I, don't, I have no idea, but they never, like, comment or try to do something witty, yeah. like, you know, some of the yeah. Twitter handles out there, like Wendy's, um, Steakum, and all those <laughs> other ones. But... Um, I can tell you, though, in the year 2008, um, I had made this transition in my life where I was a musician, doing a whole bunch of traveling, doing this, do you know, and like I started working back at a school, and I had trouble sleeping, man. I could not get to bed. I'd be like 2.30 in the morning, uh, 7, you know, I had to be at school at 7.20. It was hard getting to sleep, so I did um, try Ambien, and I can tell you, it did not make me racist, but <laughs> it did make me do some crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, so... The one time, uh, like w- the best way I could describe it is it like takes off this part of your like th- this whole part of your brains is gone. Like the uh-huh. whole part of uh, like the fight or flight part of like your natural instinct is uh-huh. just removed from the equation, and you're just like uh-huh. this dopey ball of like energy just like flowing. You know, hmm. woke up, I had shaved my entire beard off, I had shaved my sideburns, what? like I had shaved my sideburns, like like I'm talking like up to here like all the way right i looked in the mirror i had no idea who i was i was like what the hell right like you know went downstairs uh looked in the kitchen i had all these plates uh there's all these cups out and there you know there's nothing in the cups (laughs) you know all this odd stuff uh, so you don't remember doing any of it, though? I remember being in the mirror, like, with the, zzz, mm-hmm. you know, like, just mm-hmm. that, like, this image of me, like, yeah. you know? But that's it, huh. you know? And then um, I think I, I, I tried it, like, a couple times after that, and, like, I, I just realized this is not what it's, it, it's not helping me sleep. It's actually, like, tapping yeah. into this weird, like, werewolf side of me. Yeah. Like, I'd go, like, I had a big conversion van, and I would, like, go in the van and make phone calls to people I hadn't spoken to in, like, years and stuff. <laughs> But um, you yeah, know, a- ambient confessions with Bob. Yeah, Daniel. but I never, I never once like <laughs> lashed out on you know a social media platform about a different race or for that matter, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? But like, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't ac- accept her behavior at all. I think it's disgusting what she wrote. 
but like it's just so it, it's like it's like the dawn of the new era too which it's kind of like a good thing and you know you can't say anything no more without being held accountable mm-hmm. i mean look what happened at starbucks like yeah. i used to work for starbucks right yeah. and i can't believe that starbucks out of nowhere was just like nope we're shutting down these stores it's going to cost maybe 12 million dollars we're going to teach these people how to you know accept everyone you know what i mean like and then common got involved which i thought was really crazy because uh I really liked his albums back in the day. Uh, Brian Letterman, uh, rest in peace. Uh, he loved like Water for Chocolate. It's an awesome hip hop album. Mm. Speaking of which, start to finish, great mm-hmm. album. Mm. But I like the fact that Common is like coming into you know into play and like trying to like raise awareness towards people because it's just time that collectively as a culture we just eliminated racism, just mm-hmm. got rid of it. And I think it's possible mm-hmm. in the next 30, 40 years. It's just no more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you can see it happening this week. I mean, I just can't understand or I I, I can't wrap my head around it because I feel as if our society is like uh, so intertwined with greed and like money and stuff like that. The highest rated show on television, the one that is most sought after for the television commercials to latch itself onto, like gone. Mm -hmm. Good, right? So, I mean, like that's, you know. Do I, like, sympathize w- with her now? I don't know. I mean, she was supposed to come on the show, Joe Rogan's podcast. It would be great to hear her story. Mm-hmm. I-, I don't think it will be the last time we see her. I do feel bad for the staff. I also feel bad for the, the crew. Yeah. The people who don't get a chance to have any FaceTime at all on the camera, the gaffers, the people who were there at the set striking mm-hmm. the lights. Yeah. That's tough work, man. Well, just you the know? fact that 15 they hour days. the entire the entire cast back together for that show and the head, yeah. of, the, head of the show fucked it up for everybody else well you know I was, is it was she the head of the show or was it wanda sykes because wanda sykes was attached to it as producer i think she could i think it could have been more than Executive just her but producer, it's i mean right? it's yeah. it's roseanne you know what i mean like yeah. it, it spawned from her originally i'm sure that there was some kind it's of creation yeah i'm sure there was some I, kind what? of behind the scenes thing where they all had to like not maybe not equal pay yeah. but better pay to to hey we're all going to come back together to do this yeah. right but I'm sure it was that conversation to, to I think to that um, or something. I think that you're right about um I think that Roseanne actually owns it. I think Roseanne owns the show creatively and Google she could, she could technically um, Google search it. Google. Yeah, I swear like internet sometimes is just like <laughs> working, not working. Hi Clint. Hi Russell. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think I think you're right. I think we'll hear from her again, not no, not, not anytime right. soon, but it's you know because here's the thing: people, Hollywood in in particular, likes to tear people down, but then they also like a good comeback too. Let's see if this works. So I think there will be a day where she'll be back in the spotlight. Okay, so I just sent you a friend request. Me? See, it doesn't work. Hmm. What's this do? Oh. Oh. Can you see? Dude, I forgot. Oh, and then look, it says it right there. Yeah. That's how you do it. Ah. This is how we do it. Oh, I see how it goes. This is how we do it. Request to be in your. How viewers to send you request to be in your. You know what we need to do is we need to get a... What? We need this monitor to be... The camera to be a monitor? Yeah, we need something like that. Add viewers to be in your... Let's see. Like do it from your computer? Something like that, right? I mean, so like, folks, if you want to be on the show, you actually have to go to 
the tiny little button down there that's what it looks like a friend and the icon and a square button it used to be so much easier remember the mm -hmm. first time i was like boom dennis yeah. riley was there and then all of a sudden yeah. we had 30 guests we had Juno. what are you gonna do dennis but yeah, I have? think that Kevin. It's, I met Kevin for the first yeah, time. Kevin Cox. His virtually. CD release party is tomorrow night. By virtually. The way. Um, I never met him in person, but we're friends. We're, we're virtual guy. friends. I saw and, that. Uh, on I saw him uh, on the Facebook Live. Kevin's doing. A, I just sat down in the past or the future right there on your phone. Time delay. <laughs> Kevin's doing um, a CD release party tomorrow night at Chaplin's in Spring City uh, for a good cause. His best friend Brad passed away a year ago tomorrow. Um, and he's uh, recorded an album, mm -hmm. Benefit to Celebrate His Life. So mm. good for you, Kev. That's awesome. Out there in the entertainment field. Speaking of entertainment, uh, next Saturday, not tomorrow, thank God, because it's going to be a downpour. Uh, next Saturday, Top of the World 7, Whole Foods Rooftop. Top. Let's go over the guests performing that evening on three different stages. Uh, we've got, in order, we've got Homestead Collective. We've got... Tree Rats, we've got Gorgeous Porch, we've got Katie Frank, we've got Judah Kim and the Assassination, we've got Something Divine, we've got Pocket Dial, we've got The Funky Tea, and closing things out, we got The Hoppin' Boxcars, In the DJ Lounge, Art Fenega, Expanse, and Shocker. That's nine bands. Nine bands. I almost wanted to You're go You're playing in two? I'm in two. Maybe three. Maybe three. Maybe three. What's the third one? Uh, Gorgeous Porch is Chris Wood's outfit. I just spoiled it, but who uh -oh. cares? They're probably, you know, whatever. Chris um, Woods? Yeah, he's still doing his thing. Right. I think he was actually just live on five. Um... What up, Elgin? How you doing, man? Yeah, Elgin, Chris, Chris, uh, Woods, uh, Chris Woods is a beast on the drum kit. If you've never heard, if anybody out there has never heard Chris Wood play, it's, it's, he's, uh, he's a beast. It, <sighs> he is a beast, but it's just, to actually watch what he does and like how do you I'm like how do your hands and your feet know how to move in different directions at different it, it's times a, like, it's a weird muscle memory type thing yeah totally yeah. I, I just started playing drums for maybe about two three years in the beginning it's such a, a difficult process uh -huh. to like understand it but it's yeah. it's odd you know yeah. I was always uh, uh, thanks Jack always yeah. been impressed it's not choppy on this playing. mic though if it's choppy out there there's nothing we can do you know it's the internet um Speaking of which, um, mm, mm, mm. you know what we should do? Maybe if we mm. get a bad internet connection, mm. let me uh, end this piece, go back onto another feed, and we'll get ourselves all nice and live. Pausing in three, two, one. And we're back. Hey. Uh, thanks for uh, the heads up with the bad audio. I actually had my data on. There you go. I wasn't using your Wi-Fi. So maybe we're a little bit more clear now. Maybe if you want to participate, come chat with us. Is that Bill Pratt? Does that say Bill Pratt on there? Yeah. What's up, I haven't Bill? seen him in years, man. How you doing, Bill? I just drove by where he used to get picked up on the bus stop in country. And I was like, the Pratt boys, what are they up to? You know what I mean? <laughs> But anyway, what I was just making houses. Is it uh, much better? All right, Jack, thanks very much. Because I guess we spoke there for, let's see how long we were talking before we figured that out. A while. Yeah, it yeah. happens. You know, that's that's part of show business. You can't ever go back. You, know? hey. you can never go back hey. in show business. That's what I tell my students all the time. I'm just like, you know what? No matter what, you just got to keep going. You can't just be like, I got to bail out of this show. I can't do this. You know, like, no, you just got to keep going, man. Got to keep going. Uh, do you watch basketball? No. Not at all. Okay, so you I don't know anything about last night's game? No. Okay, Go so ahead. a quick nutshell. 
Uh, and uh, anybody out there? Wizards. Is What's up, Wizards? Bro? No, it's not the Wizards. <laughs> I think that that was Michael Jordan's team back LeBron? in the day. LeBron James. LeBron James was actually playing last night. LeJean Brains. Here's the crazy thing. Okay, LeBron James mm-hmm. has the game, and I say LeBron James because I really do believe that he basically leads the Cavaliers to these championship titles or whatever because he's a one-man show, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it gets down to the fourth, right? The game is tied. All they got to do is nail a foul, uh, foul shot and one, and then they win the game. Uh-huh. The guy misses it. Uh-huh. Time's running out. Yeah. They get the rebound. The ball goes out. A Cavaliers player gets it, but he thinks that they're going to call a timeout. There's, I don't think there's any more timeouts left. So he's just sitting there with the ball, and like LeBron James is losing his mind. Like, pass the ball. <laughs> Finally passes it and like shoots it, and the ball don't go in. Uh-huh. They go to overtime. They lose the game to the Warriors last night in overtime, and it was a heated like match at the end. Like they uh-huh. were yelling at each other. Uh, yeah. Curry from the other team, the Warriors, and LeBron getting into it. It's just classic, like game one stuff. Uh-huh. I can't believe it. We used to play basketball all the time. You yeah, and I played there. and never watched it though. Oh, I love watching play, the finals. Watched finals, it. finals it was, it's it's yeah. what's up. You know what I mean? Without doubt. Um, so so did they have the champion? Is this the championship game? What's up, Jim Dalton? How you doing, man? The Bob is here for you. Um, so what'd you say? Was <laughs> was this the championship? No, this is game, game? one of the championship. Oh, okay. and like LeBron James last night scored fifty one points, which <sighs> I think could be his That's like best like record or whatever. Yeah, and they blew it, man. They they uh, you blew it. Or I forget the player's name. Uh, J, I think it's Jr. Something, but yeah. What's up, Matt? How you guys doing? Look, see, we were on a bad feed, but now we're here. We are with everybody. Yeah, people. Hope everybody's in. feeling well. Uh, there's a button down there at the bottom. Uh, it, it's green. It has a face and it has a box in it. If you hit that box button, you could be our guest right now, live on the Bobcast here in the Lulu Lounge of Luster and Wonder. <laughs> Talking about many different things. Uh, also, we're giving away tickets to Top of the World Part Seven. Oh yeah. So go ahead. We'll you drop the trivia question. We'll say that again in case anybody didn't hear. So yeah. Top of the World Seven, uh, six, nine, eighteen, Whole Foods uh, rooftop, nine bands playing. My man is playing in two, possibly three of the bands. He is the hardest working man at the Top of the World because he will also be emceeing this shindig True. as well. So emceeing, playing in two, maybe three bands that night. Um, the trivia question is, in order for you, fine fellow folks, uh, to win two tickets to the show, give us the original name, the original title of Pearl Jam's second album. All you have to do is Go. write it in the comment box. Write it in the comment box. You can even use the internet. <laughs> I tried this on Instagram the other day. I was like, uh, hey, whoever comments on this first, yeah. two free tickets, right? Yeah. Nobody responds. Last time, 250 to 300 people on the roof. Yeah. Lots of them bitch could they had to pay money to get in. <laughs> We're giving away tickets here tonight, yeah. okay? What was the original title of Pearl Jam's second album, Versus? If you don't know what the album Versus is, how would you describe the album cover? Uh, a meadow with a sheep on it. A meadow with a sheep on it, yeah. yeah. Which was an odd choice at the time. I remember thinking, yeah. like... Because you know, ten was like such a graphic image. You know, like you know, yeah, like, they're all you just know reaching saying, their hands the up paint, in the middle. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it was like a rosy pink, a, a color, or whatever. Ten. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's in salmon. general, yeah. In general, though, I mean, I remember like seeing it and just being like, "What is this?" Chris Wolf says, "Too easy." Well, comment then, Chris Wolf. All you gotta do is tell us. You tell us unless you unless you would. Hey, he's gonna come. To, I know he's gonna be at the tickets. show. He'll be at the show. Otherwise, you get two free tickets. Actually, Chris Wolf tomorrow is playing at the Country Arts Fest. Uh, I help these guys out, booking them uh, some fantastic shows. 
It may be raining, but there's going to be a tent. There's going to be art. There's going to be a food truck. Flathead bands playing at one o'clock till two o'clock. At two o'clock, uh, Jamie and the Guard at Heart, and then from three to four, Flathead comes back for a second set. They could play a Pearl Jam song off the album. Not telling you. I like that title though more than. Yeah, I did too. I, it was like more like who they were at that time. You know? Yeah. And are they coming here? Are they touring here? Uh, I don't think so. Why? I don't know. I didn't know. How about that video I sent you the other day of Eddie? That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a good guy. Tell everybody about the video. Yeah, so uh, there was a fan. Was it in Chicago, I guess? Uh, that, that part I missed. Yeah, I guess it was in Chicago. Yeah, a fan, so a fan mm-hmm. was in Chicago uh, and was walking down the street and happened to bump into Eddie Vedder. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fan had a baseball with him that already had an autograph from Chris Cornell on it. And he asked Eddie if he would sign the baseball also. And as he brought, you know, presented the the baseball to uh, Eddie to sign, Eddie realized that it had already been signed by Chris Cornell and got a bit emotional about mm-hmm. it. Um, so the fan said to him, well, this clearly seems to mean more to you than it would to me. I mean, even though it means a lot to me, clearly this moved you. I, I want you to have this ball. And uh, Eddie said, well, cool, Th- you know, thank you. And he's like, do you have something else for me to sign? The guy had another ball, so he Eddie signed another ball for him. But uh, they, they talked for a while about Chris and, you know, just kind of shared a moment and uh, cared about their lives. Yeah, he's a know? good guy. You he's a good guy. You can just tell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cares a lot about his music, cares a lot about his fans. Uh, Lisa, thanks for uh, participating. But unfortunately, that was the original name of the band. That was the name of the band, but not... Before Pearl Jam. The name of the second album. There and was about ten thousand copies of their second album that had a title that was renamed for all future titles, and that was Versus. Okay, so you're blowing my mind right now. So wait, that CD with the title that we're trying to give away tickets yep. for. Um, there was ten thousand copies that went out that had that name on it. Really? Yep. I got it on cassette. I don't know if, know if I still have it. But when I originally purchased it, it was on cassette and it had that title. Oh, wow, that's awesome. I, you have it here? I like to see it. No, I mean, I'm sure I don't have the cassette anymore. Do you have, like, all your tapes and stuff? No. VHS? I don't, I'm no. such a sucker for that stuff, man. I, I got it all in the attic. I don't have any. Uh, I, don't, I think all, I have a man. few cassettes, uh, maybe one or two, but I, I got rid of my mm-hmm. cassettes years ago. So I don't have anything in man. I remember when Pearl Jam first started, Lisa, um, <clears throat> they were very much into basketball, so much that um, they had on top of their amps... What was the name of those figures? They were the most sought after basketball figures. Oh yeah, figures. they were like you know uh, they looked. They weren't like were they? Wasn't maybe James? somebody else? I don't know I'll tell you what. I don't, we don't know the name. I'll yeah. give out another set of tickets what? right now if you know the name of the uh, sports memorabilia toys that were on top of Pearl Jam's amps. I'm sure if somebody has Google, they could go on there, search that, and find out exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I um. I want to see them again. I haven't seen them since like 2003. The last time I saw them, I shut down the uh, Spectrum. Yeah, I wish I was there for that, man. There was no excuse for me not to go there. It was amazing. You can curse. I have two more weeks before I can curse. It was fucking amazing. Get it It real good. Say it again this time and really, really say it. Dude, it it was fucking amazing. Okay, now I'm starting to feel It was Halloween 2009. I was going to say 1999. Yeah, (laughs) 2009. Uh, Man, it's been that long. Phillies were in the World Series mm-hmm. for the second year. It's Halloween, mm-hmm. and Pearl Jam was playing the last show ever. 
at the Spectrum. At the Spectrum. Did Bruce they had a four Bruce night. played right before, right? So Bruce did five shows, and then they did a couple shows. Yeah, right? they did right. four. They did mm-hmm. four nights. They weren't consecutive. They, I think they did uh, the 28th, 29th. Uh, no, they did the 27th, 28th, 30th, and the 31st. And the th- October 31st, 2009 was the last show ever there. Uh, they played. I've seen the videos. I mean, it was so. Yeah. They they. I think they played almost every single song in their catalog. They even did Bugs. They did that the night I was there. They played Bugs. I love that song when it came yeah. out. I remember you. No, you know what song you hated? You didn't like Glorified G, and I loved Glorified yeah, G. Yeah, it was. Too, it was. It was. Glorified G was so poppy, man. It was so poppy. It was like a version of a pellet gun, and it, it was, was like just that. A, a, a weird venture for them. Like, and it was the second. It was their second I can't album. Even, no, but out. I couldn't understand how you thought that was a strange like venture, but. Bugs wasn't no, like, not at all. Well, that was Vitology. That was like yeah. they were totally okay. stepping out. Speaking of which, Vitology's cover I absolutely loved. I thought that was great. Yeah, it's like such a beautiful like you know like mm-hmm. I had the LP too, so it was like you know real big, vibrant letters. What's the song? Well, then when you opened it up, it had uh, all these it? old school medical yes. terms in it, and yeah. like went through all the uh, like apothecary shit. Mm-hmm. And like, That's why you need to buy CDs and records still, so you could see stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What's Jack saying here? And the vet, for that matter. Oh, yeah, they got rid of the vet. I saw Dave Matthews at the vet with um, Santana opening for them and The Roots. And what a shit show that was, man. <laughs> yeah? Ugh. It was It was just too many people. Like, it was... Yeah. I've never seen that many people there. I remember going, like coming in through the stadium and just being like, I gotta go to the bathroom so bad, man. And there's hordes of people going into those bathrooms and like yeah. just a massive line and like all these people who just couldn't wait who just decided to relieve themselves on the floor. <laughs> but um, yeah, I never, I never, um, like I, I remember like liking Dave Matthews back in the day, but I just, I understand why people follow him and I understand, mm-hmm. you know, uh, his following and stuff like that. Um, I had a phase where I was into him like Did you? late 90s. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, 98, 99, I was into them, and then it kind of fell off. And Do you think that when that band first came out that they were compared stylistically to Eddie Vedder's voice? It's um, kind of similar in a way, right? Not so much as, like, I mean, who do you th- what band out there right now do you think, or not recently, but in the last 10 years, ripped Eddie's voice completely? Oh, uh, fucking Scott Staff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, man. Like, what? What yeah. happened to that? I mean, well, like, he his, he went nuts. Band? What was his band? Scott Stass band. Should we give what away? T- you know what? We can't give away tickets for what that. If? It was a uh, Creed. Creed. There Creed. you go. And then they became Altered Bridge. Yeah. And no, then no. you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, he totally ripped his. Yeah. Yeah. He just they even remember? It. You remember that show on MTV? They had Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> they actually had Eddie Vedder and and Scott Staff fighting. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, I want my voice back. Uh, Chris Wolf, thank you for participating here. Uh, your wife's running to Target, taking your car since mine is blocked. I'm sorry, Liz. What happened? I'm blocking your wife's car. Your car. Oh, see. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Liz. We're sorry. Liz, uh, I'm sorry. I was told to car. park in the garage. Right? Yeah, well, because we wanted to park. Because our neighbors across yeah. the street have a million cars. Million Should we call them cars. out right now, live on the internet? Yeah, I just great. did. Fuck them. They, they have <laughs> seven cars for their household. Yeah, that's a bit much. You know, it's a bit much. Uh, Chris Wolf, "Indifference" is my favorite versus tune. Um, yeah, I remember you used to sing that song. It's a good. It's a good mm-hmm. track. It's a good track. Yeah. It's. Uh, this was the first band, first band I was ever in, Delta Nine, right here, lead singer. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's so creepy. 95? Like when he's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, ninety five, ninety six. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, I, "I'm gonna scream my lungs out till it fills this room." It's just yeah. such a, 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 like an echoing type of lyric. He's an amazing was, lyricist. Oh yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. 
trying to think too. Like uh, it's funny. Like there was a uh, early versions of Daughter where it was called Brother before that were out before Ten. Even, oh, I remember seeing that in the before bus. Ten even came out. On James James Cameron's documentary, they have footage of them uh-huh. writing the song on the bus and it's Brother. Yeah, and so I mean, as a writer, that's just how things happen. Sometimes is yeah. that you just you're able to um, just kind of like switch over and like you know make one correction. It changes mm-hmm. the whole course of not yeah. only a story or a song, mm-hmm. but um, well, I mean, Better, I love Better Man too was a song that yeah. Eddie had had from before he was even the mm-hmm. band. It was a solo song that he had and then brought to the. I, I hope to see them. Day. I hope to see them in the next. You know, I mean, I, I feel as if they're going to be like a Bruce Springsteen type band. You know, like they'll be around for a long time. You know. Yeah, I mean. Uh, he uh, they're they're working on a new album. I know that. Uh, I really wasn't that a fan, too much of a fan of the uh, the most recent single they put out. Yeah, what was that um, one where they were filmed in like a venue and like uh, had a really weird title to it? It's like Obey. I don't, Something I don't even like know what that. It's called. Yeah. They um, need to get back to the roots, man. Of just being like you know like uh, that that sound. You know what I mean? Like. I feel as if they're trying to be, they're trying to like write stuff that's current, you know, but like we really don't want that. We want the mm-hmm. verses. We want the mm-hmm. 10 to come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the hardest thing for any artist is to replicate the fire, you know what yeah. I mean? Being yeah. any medium, really. Yeah. Like film, like yeah, sequels, well, you know, in general. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a handful of them that, you know, I could say that are better than the original uh, Dark Knight. I've still never seen The Godfather 2. <laughs> uh, have you? Mm-mm. Everyone raves about it, but I never, I never, never had four hours or three hours to watch it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like uh, yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's just one of those things that uh, people get, or artists at least get crippled by, is not being able to I'll top something they t- they put out. Like uh, you know, um, Hi, case in point, uh, it's coming up soon you? in a, the next month, a uh, couple week or two will be the thirtieth. Anniversary of Appetite for Destruction. Oh wow! I said the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Axl Rose. It's took him thirty years, a long time to to Reckon come out so. with something beyond uh, Use Your Illusions. And his his whole idea was that with Use Your Illusions one and two was it to kind of emulate the Beatles' White Album mm-hmm. and create this huge masterpiece of a, a, you know uh, varying different sounds and styles. And they did. He he pulled that off, but. Uh, I don't think in his mind he would ever write anything as good as, as Appetite. That. And that's the reason he's trying to... As Appetite. Oh, okay. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Even though there was a lot of mm-hmm. great tracks you can pull out from Illusions 1 and 2, uh, I think that was a stumbling block for him. Like, look how many years later. Like, they, they reunited three me- well, three original members, and they've mm-hmm. been touring for almost two years. Because the money's still right for them. But they haven't put out any new music. And that's what people uh, are like. I have a feeling that they're recording, though. Well, people... Uh, a lot of people are like, look, we want something new. They just keep pushing this. We're going to release this re-engineered original version of the song Shadow of Your Love that was previously put out. It was in the Appetite days. And they're reissuing it. Oh, is that what they're 30th doing? The 30th anniversary. But the 30th edition is like a bunch of different photos and shit and mm-hmm. like different, uh, you know, uh, p- supposedly unheard tracks but I remember it's really uh, just the same stuff that's been out there I'm having podcast deja vu but I believe that you and I had spoken about when uh, Guns N' Roses was advertising Guns N' Roses does rule Chris Wolf the spaghetti incident I remember seeing the poster at the wall and like Guns N' Roses has a new album coming out (laughs) And then, like, I got the album, and, like, I opened it up, and it's, like, written by the Ramones. Written, yeah. It was, like, a whole album of covers, and I was just like, what, dude? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, uh, Chris, did they even... I don't think they even put out anything. Well, they put out... Let's see if we can bring them on. Well, they put out Spaghetti Incident, which was just covers, 
But Chinese democracy was only Axl Rose's version of guns. It wasn't even uh, any original guns members left in the band, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Um, I guess he doesn't have the iPhone. Uh, we still haven't had anybody answer this trivia question, for God's sake. Yeah. And they got the social media applications out there. You know, they got yeah. it right there. Yeah. What was the name originally? Of Pearl Jam's second album, Versus. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can Google that one. What's he say about spaghetti? Spaghetti? He just said it all yeah. went down, downhill uh, after Illusions. Uh, he's got another one coming in, too. Oh, I does, think spaghetti... I, I'm on the Spaghetti was crap. Yes, I guess it was crap. I, I haven't listened. I, Lies was good. I liked Lies. I remember like, that video. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by that. Mm-hmm. I miss that, man. I miss, like, consuming my media that way. You know what I mean? Like... A song and like the visualization of it and stuff. Like, yeah, they still make the videos and they go yeah. right on YouTube. There's and some stuff, artists but, like, that still do it. Yeah, they still do, but you know what I mean? Like, the presentation of it and like the way it felt, you know what I mean? Before, like, you know, I like, I'm talking about MTV before like TRL, like early 90s, like 120 minutes, Kennedy, Tabitha Soren, Kurt Loder, like those guys, like they, they, they had like <clears throat> lightning in a bottle, you know what I mean? And it was like such an interesting time. Yeah, you know? it's just all, it's just how our mediums have changed, really. It's just, you know, you put stuff up on YouTube now, or you make like, but there, like I said, there are mm-hmm. st- like the neighborhood. Like I, I like them. They're a newer, a newer, yeah. cult, mm-hmm. you know, a newer era band. They do videos. Mm-hmm. You know, they put videos out. They usually put it out on YouTube or they have uh, Facebook. They put mm-hmm. clips on that too. And like Eminem still puts out videos. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's just like you're not gonna expect to see them. It's funny that they do that to me because there's no like. What we grew up on was MTV. You, yeah. It was a channel dedicated to just music videos. Yeah. And that's where, where you would go, or VH1, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you would go to VH, see the it music. was the mature. Yeah. Remember when VH1 was the mature yeah. music video they had, selection? They had storytellers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, storytellers. Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't play like Green Jelly MTV or like um, yeah. Ugly Kid Joe. Remember Ugly Kid Joe? Yeah. What was that song that they sang? Um... Ah, man, forget it. It was a hit, though, man. Like, that one summer. Uh, I can't remember right now. Flash has always been on point, Chris. Yeah, right? I, I saw them uh, at the link. Uh, I'm not really a sports fan. It was the only one and probably only ever time mm-hmm. I will be at, at the link. Lincoln Financial mm-hmm. cool, Stadium was to see Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, two, you, su- two summers ago. the sound was really good, right? It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, the show was great. They started right on time. <laughs> really? You know, yeah. uh, and they played a very long time. They played He's uh, got into close that. to three hours. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was amazing. I don't know who that's. I can't read. I think yeah. I'm, I'm starting to lose my vision. I don't know what language that is. Oh, that's my that's buddy. see He's from, um, he, he's from the, he, don't you remember the last time we were over here? He's from Japan. Oh. Yeah. I can't read that. Can you uh, read that? Yeah, I can. It says. You know what uh, it says? Hi, hi Bob. I think usually I use Google Translate, but um, he's a musician hmm. and um, he's been trying to uh, just make his mark on the world. And I wish him the best. You know, it's like kind of like having a pen pal. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that actually writes back. I remember <laughs> I had a pen pal back in the day. Like we exchanged like two, three letters, and then he stopped sending them to me. I was like, that mother. You know, <laughs> I was so upset. <laughs> I just did a Samuel L. Jackson post credits. That motherfucker. That's good. Yeah. Is that your dog? That's my dog crying. Because we're down here talking and my wife just went to Target. So, um, so I'm going to switch gears real quick. So we watched um, this documentary. So we um, 
you know, they had uh, Netflix had uh, Making a Murder, right? Mm-hmm. That was out yeah, I've been reading a couple years this, ago, yeah. right? There's mm-hmm. a new one that's out called Evil Genius. And it follows um, back in 2003 in Erie, Pennsylvania, there was a guy who went and robbed the bank with a bomb strapped around his neck. Mm-hmm. And the police apprehended him and had him at gunpoint questioning him, and the bomb exploded. And it turned out that there was this whole thing they were trying to figure out was he involved in it and it really kind of spidered out to this other woman who was involved um who had previously had uh boyfriends that she killed in self-defense oh my god um and then she well and she manipulated or so it seems she may have manipulated this other guy into helping her he turned her in because there was a body in her freezer, was her boyfriend in her freezer. Oh my god! And That's why it's her face on the cover, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so I should check this out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I mean, it, it's it's not cool that people died, but mm-hmm. cool like I just kind of like that stuff to like you look the, to what dissect. Was, what was the popular first one? Uh, Making a murder. Yeah, yeah, I watched that too. Yeah. Just kind of mm-hmm. seeing it from different angles and dissecting like the human psychology of people, like of how they think. Yeah, the both the woman and the guy, the main people in it, like, just lived in trash. Like yeah. their house is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because they had um, police evidence of film of them walking through the house, and it's just trash everywhere. And it's like, how can people live like that? And then yet, these are the same people that masterminded this, you know, whole all Insanity. these events that played out. Yeah. And People she claimed innocence, you know, the entire time. And the um, the one guy who was involved died a few years after it happened. So they really never brought him in. How did arrested him? Um, but it was believed that he, with this other woman, kind of masterminded the whole thing. Oh wow! Yeah. I gotta check that out. How many episodes is it? It's six. Six Netflix has got to go wrong when it comes to that stuff. I mean, first off, I love Mindhunter, and there's a new one coming. That I'm very psyched about. Um, I've always been fascinated with the the Zodiac. Killer, remember the David Fincher? Yeah, film? we just my wife and I just watched Zodiac after we watched Evil Genius. We watched oh, Zodiac. Okay, so that that movie's yeah. great. That's yeah. pre Iron Man too, and like mm-hmm. he's just killer. Yeah, um, Danny Junior was. I really hit that. a nerve, right? You put a line on that paper. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but there's this new documentary coming out, which I can't wait to watch because I'm fascinated by that kind of stuff because like human behavior and stuff like that. But like the fact that they never caught this guy, or no, no, they caught the Golden State Killer, but they did not catch the Zodiac, right. and. Uh, it's the story of this man who I think he's around 30 at this point in his life, never knew his biological parents. He finds his mother with ease. He has a difficulty, difficult time finding his father, but the only piece of information that leads him to who very well may be his father is the only um, police drawing um, characterization of what the Zodiac Killer looks like. And then it's like all this evidence oh. where... You know, his life for 30 years, like, he's had, the, like, I guess he's had these, like, types of strange feelings and uh-huh. stuff like that. And here it turns out he was related to, you know, a madman, which is huh. insane. But, um... Now, is this a show or is this a documentary? It's a doc. Okay. It's a doc. Netflix has got all these docs. Netflix yeah. is taking over the world, dude. Yeah. They're taking over the world. Yeah. Well, I saw that they were... We talked about it last time, I think. They're, uh, th- there was an article that was released that they were looking to bring their movies to theaters they're not i think it's being squashed squashed okay they even wanted to buy their own theaters so they could be in contention but at the same time i I don't see why it can't be um why why not give them emmys you know it's like television in a way that you're watching it at home Mm -hmm. made for tv movies Mm -hmm. you know uh i recently watched cargo on there 
Mm. Uh, you would like it. It's like The Walking Dead with Martin Freeman. You know who Martin Freeman is? No, it was Martin Freeman. Uh, you ever watch uh, Sherlock? Did you ever see? Uh, no. Did you ever see uh, Fargo season mm-hmm. one? Yes. Remember uh, uh, what's his name? Lester. The, oh gosh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. was. In, he's pretty much in every one of Simon Pegg and yes, Frost yes, movies. Yes, yes. I love Martin Freeman. Okay, so okay. he's the star of the show, and it's this yeah. interesting take on a um, zombie apocalypse. Uh, in the Australian Outback. He's the O-Man in uh, World's End. Oh, yes, the yes. Yeah, the O-Man. <laughs> the O. I love Martin Freeman, too. Okay. My wife loves him. Um, but yeah. that was a good one. I'm watching, uh, watching uh, Patrick Melrose. I can recommend that. It's based on a series of books. Benedict Cumberbatch. I love that. Can't thing. say I penguins. Can, I can listen to him <laughs> all the you? time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so timely because you told me about it, and then my friend Kelly, uh, Kelly Gould, had posted this video Peace Wolf. Where See you was this uh, video of uh, Cumberbatch narrating this nature doc, and he could not, for the life of him, say the word penguins. He said penguins. Thanks, Jack. He said peng penglings. He said pe- he said peng- penguins mm-hmm. wrong four times mm-hmm. in this doc, and they played it on like a, there's some British talk show I saw, I saw a, yeah. he was a mm-hmm. guest on and he's like yeah. so I was told you can't you know not to mention the word penguin around you and he just like put his head in his hands because you can't escape it once it's out there yeah you can't I mean, yeah, he you did the voiceover it, yeah. and it was like it he, was he was the voice of the I never saw the films but he was the 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 dragon in his Hobbit movies I never watched performance. that I, I never watched the Hobbit I didn't the Lord of the Rings I did go see the first three, and I oh. remember just sitting there thinking, like, why am I here? Like, you know, but, like, not to take away, because I don't want to be that type of negative guy. Yeah. I think I just lost two viewers because of that. That was me. I, I But I, I feel as if um, it's just not my genre, you know what I mean? Like, same thing with Game of Thrones. Like, I, I watched it for, like, maybe four or five. Really? You didn't get into the Game of Thrones? I did. I was into it very deeply, and then I started to feel around after the fourth year that I would have to wait for the last ten minutes for anything relative to have the plot move forward. It was mm. just a bunch of talking and stuff like that, and it, mm. To me, it's it was gotten like, really good. I mean, the Jersey Shore would pull that. You know what I mean? The Jersey <laughs> like, watch for this clip when they fight. We're going to show it to you in the last 30 seconds. You well, know? I'll tell you what. I think for me, like with, with Game of Thrones, right? So the first, the opening uh, the opening sequence of Game of Thrones, season one, episode one, you're like, okay, these White Walkers are pretty much zombie-ish. Yeah. That's what, what hooked me in at first. Because my buddy Josh for years was like, dude, you got to watch Game of Thrones. It's fucking killer. It's an amazing show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then in the first opening scene, you're like, all right, there's dead people like chasing after the living. Like that's mm-hmm. what hooked me in originally. Then it, then you didn't see the White Walkers for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of got invested in the rest of the yeah. part of the show. I mean, I like Call Drago and all Dude, that stuff. Dude, it's come back around. Has it? Yeah, because the White Walkers are they're coming. Okay. That's so where the do whole, I start? That's now, the whole though. thing. If Winter I got that, is the fourth in. year, do I go back to the fourth, or can I start in the fifth? Yeah, you could start in the fourth. I mean, so I did read Call Dragos coming back. We've watched it. Did you read that? What in the show? He's coming back to the show. How the fuck is that possible? There's a picture right He's now. He's dead. Yeah, but come on. That's it's this fictional no, 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 world, no, the realms of fiction. No, you're you right, but I mean, didn't his, she drag him into like some sort of whatever? I saw a pic, there's a picture. He was brain dead. And if then you he go died. on bleedingcool.com, there's this whole page dedicated towards the fact that he, Jason Momoa, he loves Guinness. He's drinking Guinness in a bar with the writers of Game of Thrones on location where they're shooting the movie, the the, the last season right now. I don't imagine that means For he's coming back. a cameo back. flashback, right? Like, just a little bit, Maybe right? it could be a flashback. You I don't I mean? imagine they'd bring him back as current day, though. That wouldn't make sense. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, 
Uh, but yeah, you're right. The realm where you know Jon Snow died, but he came mm-hmm. back. That makes that makes sense because they have a witch to do that. But it was all relative. She was there, the right place, right time. Yeah, didn't he, he to died, do and that. then they brought him back like the next episode, right? It was a few episodes, but yeah. Okay. But yeah, okay. I mean, the Night Watch fucker, fucking yeah. little scared little punk ass motherfuckers, all stabbed him for doing the right thing. I did see that. They all stabbed I him. I watched that him. on the internet. Fucking but uh, the brother, the brothers of the Night Watch, fucking killed John. John Goodman was dead on Roseanne too. Remember? <laughs> he, he died on the the last episode. I think that John Goodman died. Did he? Thirty years that. ago, when the show ended, and that. then there was a joke in the beginning of the year when he had the mask on, and like, "Are you dead, Dan?" He's like, "No." Why is everybody always saying that? Uh, but, uh, no, yeah, but anyway, anybody, but yeah, anybody so, could be brought back. But know? but my point to that was that they they bring the story back around where the White Walkers are playing more of a, a bigger role okay. as the and series the guy goes on. That, for me, that's what made it. That's what initially got me excited about down. the show. But it took a long time to get back to the White Walkers, and now. As the show's kind of wrapping up, you really see that, like, yeah, this is a battle of the living against the dead. We'll have to check it out. Um, it's a good show. I, the whole time uh, yeah. we're doing this uh, podcast so far for an hour, I'm checking out the shirt, <laughs> Pulp Fiction, okay? Yeah. I, what do they look like? Timeless. Jimmy? What do they look like? They look like a couple of dorks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a great movie. He's like, ha ha, clothes, I'm clothes, super stoked about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. It's uh, his new film. The filming it in L.A. this summer. It takes place in the summer of love, 1969. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure which one's which, but they play uh, an actor and the actor's stuntman trying to like make uh, a revival or something. They haven't had a hit movie in a while, and they've been B-list movie stars. I would got I gotta think DiCaprio's the movie star, and Pitt is the stuntman. But if you think about it, though, Pitt is the older one, though. Yeah, and sometimes stuntmans, I guess, yeah. can be older, right? I mean. Yeah. Uh, the most notorious stuntman, I guess, for me was always going to be Terminator 2, Judgment Day, because I watched that film so many times. And when, like, uh, Arnold jumps off the, the ledge like that with the bike, and then he comes down to get the T-1000, yeah. it clearly ain't Arnold. Man. No, yeah, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And now, I mean, they have the luxury of actually being able to CGI the face out. Which you know? is funny, because they had that technology to some degree To make the then. T-1000. Yeah, to make... Yeah, but it was, I mean, the T-1000 was very, like, <laughs> it looked like this microphone, like, all silvery and, like, you know what I mean? Like... Um, I don't think anything's coming. Strange, but I mean, uh, I just can't wait to see it. I love. I mean, I love the last. I mean, Django. I love Django. Mm-hmm. I must have watched that movie like eighteen times, man. I just love the dialogue in it. I love yeah. how f- uh, fast thinking it is. Well, hateful eight. Was Speaking of which, one. you know Spawn, right? The, Not personally. The, the Image Comics Spawn. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx is playing him. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. and the, the guy that created Spawn actually is going to put that out. So that's what Jamie's up to next. Ah, okay. Um. Yeah, and we still haven't got an answer for this uh, top of the world question. Yeah, nobody, nobody so, uh, wants the free tickets. No, free no tickets. tickets. You know, free tickets. No ticket. You can comment. <laughs> I, we won't tell you the answer, but we'll comment. If you comment in the box underneath here, I'll, I'll gladly uh, hook you up. Uh, it's a great time. Uh, the taco truck is open. Uh, they got mm. beef tacos, chicken tacos. They got fish tacos. How much are they charging for tacos nowadays over there? I think it's like $300. Uh, no, I'm not really sure. I think it's like $8 for like three. I remember when they first came out, it was like, all right, two bucks tacos. I'm like, totally reasonable price. Yeah. And they're fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I will take a, a bunch of tacos. Now, the last time I'd gone there, they were like close to five bucks. Five bucks. It was close. I could be exaggerating a little bit. That's- but yeah, it was it's between, a lot. I, I know that there was like a bowl type thing or something I read that they got rid of. Yeah, I mean, has, they haven't even been doing the taco truck that long. I don't understand why they keep inflating the price. Maybe because tacos, like, you know, it takes tender care and love. We're trying to sell it, though. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> okay. I'm not trashing. No, no, no. I understand food. completely. I'm just saying, like, come on, man. It's fucking tacos. A you taco haven't done anything to change it. The shell's very small. 
keep it at two dollars. Do you ever have taco night here? Huh? Do you ever make tacos? Um, no, we did fajitas this weekend. You come, you come over to my house for Taco Tuesday sometime. I'll show you okay. a good time. Tacos are free there. You can get spend any money. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a great time. Uh, I tell people this every year. Um, I guess it's just taboo, but I mean, like, yeah, you gotta be twenty-one to drink with the Chamonix Creek Brewing Company. They're providing all the beer, but there's plenty of things for kids to do there. Um, I've had students come before. I've had. Uh, you know, kids from eight, raging eight to fourteen come through. You know what I mean? Uh, you got a kid. You know, you can't find a babysitter. Bring him. The show starts at seven. That means the sun won't be down yet. You said kids raging from eight to seven. Raging? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like the Amish Amish thing. Raging. Yeah, they're raging. Kids are raging, and if kids do unruly... rage, man, that's why I like. I mean, like as a school teacher, that's the one thing I can say about working with kids is like. They, even like when they ain't feeling like real good, they yeah. still rage. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? They yeah. still they're still alive. You yeah. know what I mean? And adults in general, I mean, they're always just you know, they're so uh, serious. You know, uh-huh. it's just a, a bummer. But Do you get um, a lot of people who just kind of stand around and don't really get into the music. No, the last show I did with Judah Kim and Assassination was off the chain. I gotta be honest, yeah, it was okay. it was it was a great show. I it, for me it was really great, and for any of my friends who listen or watch this later. Don't take no offense, but none of them, uh, none of them were there, which was awesome because it was like, it was all these new people for mm-hmm. me. And as you know, I've been doing this a long time. It, yeah. it was fun to cater towards a whole new crowd. It was crowded, and like, mm-hmm. I was like, who are these people? I put on the show for them, uh, yeah, and we just we we, um, we just hit it. And um, I I'll never forget at the end of the set, it was probably like one of my top three shows, just because it was just so much energy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had this great moment at the end, like the feedback was like happening with my amp and like the crowd was surging and cheering and stuff. And like, I just looked up and I saw these like metal rafters. So I took my bass off and like, like jammed my bass in there and I like rolled the bass strings over the rafters and it was like, (laughs) you know, like I could just feel like, there's nothing quite like being a musician when you can feel the energy like through your body. And it is true. Like as a musician, even stand up comic to tie everything in this podcast together, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's it's a relationship between the performer and the audience. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, uh, you know, one of the things that's great is when the cell phone isn't like right in your face. You know, like I get it, you want to document that, but you know, it takes you out of it. Like when we were kids, we went to a concert. I'm not bringing in one of them. Click, you know, yeah. suppose you know what I mean. I want yeah. to, and like to me, like I have no pictures of my first concerts, but in my mind, I've got plenty. I've got plenty of imagery. You know. Yeah. So Top of the World, uh, Judah Kim and Assassination will be playing there as well. We um, are very proud to announce that we're 93.3 WMMR's Band of the Month for June. Thanks to Jackson and Sarah at the radio station for hooking us up with that. Uh, the Return of Pocket Dial, haven't been on the main stage at Top of the World for almost, uh, I guess, a year and a half. Uh, we got a new drummer, new sound. It's like the... It's like drums for you on Pocket Dial? His name's John Beiser. Mm. And... Um, it's really cool because it's like uh, you remember when the Beastie Boys like went like instrumental. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. You know, like that's yeah, how I feel because it's yeah. like a totally different like yeah. uh, perspective. But I mean, I'm stoked to uh, announce that. Uh, I'm very happy that the the end of the school year is approaching. I'm thinking about starting a new career. Oh yeah, yeah. Do tell. I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, so I'm so like exasperated. As a school teacher, all the relationships I've made with kids, you know, who are now adults, some of them painters, some of them uh, organic boutique owners and like numerous things. And like I've helped so many people, but I feel as if there's so many more people out there that I can help. And I think it was this week that I actually got a chance to see the terrible video of the Parkland um, shooter in Florida. He made this like um, vlog. 
mm-hmm. like he's talking about what he's going to do and I'm going to be the next school shooter. And you yeah. can just see the darkness in his eyes. And you can see how um, just evil and disgusting he is, you know. And it's just like, man, like how like, he got this dark somehow, you know. And like people get dark um, most of the times in these school situations because they're not there's not somebody there to talk to or something like that. And um, there's no one to, there's to n- shine the light. There's no one to shine the light. There's nobody that helped him. And you know, I, I was just thinking about this, and it's funny because you shared her with me. Uh, there was this fantastic woman at Plymouth White Marsh High School, and if anybody out there knows, she must have changed her um, her name. She got married or something. Her name was Lisa Blasco, mm-hmm. and she was like a, not our guidance yeah. counselor, but she was somebody that we could go and talk to, mm-hmm. and not feel like judged, be able to tell her what we were going through, mm-hmm. and she helped us, man. And like mm-hmm. even like I go back and like I look at my yearbook, and this is twenty years later. Like what she wrote to me mm-hmm. still applies today. <clears throat> like um, so, I want to thank her. For that, if anybody knows where she is, um, I'd love to be able to uh, connect with her and just, you know, properly say thanks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to teach no more, but I'm thinking about, um, like, uh, devising some sort of assembly this uh, through video, through music, through multimedia about what it's like to be bullied, what it's like to be the freak, and how you slowly slip into the darkness and, like, you know? Because I don't think we're ever going to get rid of the guns, man. I, I personally just, I don't see mm-hmm. that as a way that I can, I don't know much about guns. I know about the amendment and stuff like that. But the one thing I do know is I knew I know kids, and I know um, they, they need help right now. Because stuff like this, the phones, mm-hmm. the internet, the podcast, like everything is like a tr- you know, it's like constant, constant, constant on their mind. And like I can't imagine what it feels like to be that person who sinks so low that they want to end their life and then end the life of others because they're they're essentially mimicking what they see others do mm-hmm. to get the exposure. There's so many other things you can do to get exposure. You know, like you don't have to become dark. You can become light, you know, and like I'll, I'll be proud to say I'm a 38-year-old freak, man. I let my freak flag <laughs> fly as high as I want and I don't care. The reason I don't care anymore is because I maybe I used to when I was like younger, like, oh, I shouldn't put myself out there. But really, why am I... Um, why am I prohibiting myself from whom I really want to be and whom I want all the kids to be? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be that way because there's no other way to stop it. You know, like, uh, the conversation on guns to me has, has completely hit, like, this, like, wall where it's just like, oh, we just need more officers in the school with guns. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, okay, great, but, like, what about the core problem? When mm-hmm. did this start? In 1999 it started. Mm-hmm. It was the beginning of... Yeah how we treated each other and not teaching kids about empathy, not teaching kids about how to look one another in the eye and say, you know, I care about you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my whole group of friends, you know, like Kevin and all them, like, you know, I grew up with all these people. I always say to them, I love you. You know, I love my friends. They're extension of my family. And I feel as if that type of society is being lost. And I feel as if these microcosms of like these cliques are like forming. And then all of a sudden, like one person drops out and while all these other people are rising, this person just gets lower and lower and lower and lower. And if I can come into a school, make some sort of 45-minute speech about what it's like to be yourself and try to get along with others. And our class was actually fortunate. Class of 1998, mm-hmm. we all got along. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much bullying at all, man. Like, I remember, yeah, we were the long-haired musicians and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The guys were football players, still friends with them, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, I'm very yeah. thankful that we grew up in a school where that happened. Mm-hmm. So I just want to get out there and do something because I'm just tired of like just watching the news and I'm not going to write prayers anymore. I'm not going to write all this, you know, stuff on Facebook. I'm actually going to try to go do something, mm-hmm. see if I can get my foot into the ground. If anybody out there listening has any ideas, I'd love to um, 
have a conversation with you about it. But yeah, it's just awesome. how it's just how I feel. You know, it's just yeah. like something's got to change, and I feel as if I'm just. I, I could be the catalyst for that. I could be the catalyst for change, and I inspire anybody else to be, you know, the the catalyst for change. It's just, um, just how I feel, you know. Jack wants to go live. That's what's up, man. Who's this? Jack White. I have <laughs> Jack White. Jack White wants to come live on the podcast. Does anybody do, do 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 people see my name attached to your podcast and go? I don't want to listen to that guy. No, they love you. Do they? Yeah, you got good podcast banter, man. Uh, thanks. But yeah, it's just the way I feel. You know, how do you feel about it? You know? I think that's awesome, man. Yeah. I when you you had mentioned it to me before we started recording, and uh, I think it's a great idea. I remember you were you were talking about going a different direction uh, as far as an occupation, something that you were passionate about um, in your private life. Mm-hmm. But I think this would this is something that you are passionate about, but you know can really make an impact in the world yeah maybe and just like so. you know all it just starts with one you know you mm-hmm. can just change the world with one person really it's a it's mm-hmm. a it's an ongoing process you know what i mean and i just feel as if there there could be some good out there to be had you know and uh i just my heart breaks for those people my heart breaks for the families um andrew pollock who was the guy who went to the white house who said you gotta fix it to donald trump um i spoke with him on facebook through facebook messenger mm-hmm. Uh, I still follow his stuff, um, and it just devastates me, man. His daughter, you know, his daughter's dead. His mm-hmm. daughter was like seven, eighteen years old. She's beautiful, you know what I mean? Yeah. And as a father, I mean, that was like that was the, the pushing point for me, really, mm-hmm. man. I was like being like having a son, and realizing he's going to go into a school, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to be like I'll be a, a banshee, man, a wild man at the fr- front gates trying to get in there, you know? Because mm-hmm. when you become a parent, like there is nothing more blinding in your life, really. You can't see it, you know, like. Mm-hmm. My son today wasn't feeling well. I couldn't, you know, like this whole podcast right now is just thinking the back of my mind. I hope Buddy's feeling all right. Mm-hmm. We put air conditioning in his room mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. no kid ass should ever grow up feeling like they're not safe. We were safe, and I'm just trying to make it that a reality for future generations. You know, well, it's scary to think too that like um, as you go through the different generations and different things that they did in schools. Like there was a time when. You know, um, they did bomb drills, right? When the yeah. when the, yeah. we Cold were at war. war, we were at war with other countries, and they actually had drills in schools for like, hey, we could get attacked. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's school systems have drills for school shootings. Yeah. Like it's gone it's to that point where they have to have drills for potential school shootings and how you stay safe if something like that occurs. Like because it's such a rampant thing, it's like. <sighs> it's just I just shake my it's head. It's not a world like, that we it's can. Yeah. crazy. It's not. A, it, it's not a world that I recognize anymore. It makes me very frustrated. It makes me very angry. And I, I just feel as if being in front of a classroom, it, 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 I could do more just because of like the show I do. I, I'm good at like talking to people. I'm good at bringing people together. And like that's what I want to do. That's, that would be like a good way to go out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to, to inspire people to change their ways. And like... You know, I'm not super, super um, religious, but I am spiritual, right? So mm-hmm. there's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the one thing I can say about all of Christianity and stuff like that that Jesus did preach was, like, those among you without the without sin be the first to throw the first rock. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't hate people. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't just, you know, like, yeah, the shooters are wrong and stuff like that, but something happened along the way that got them to become the monster. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... It isn't something they ate. It's something psychological. It could be bullying. It could be something. But we need to be able to identify that and get people the help they need with mental health. This country started off at the beginning of the 19th century focused heavily on mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of just like, we're just like, oh, let's just give them drugs and like, you know, 
let's do this, let's do that. And, like, I just feel as if we need to have change, and uh, I'm down to do it, man, you know? Yeah, and it's not just, like, hey, the guns are readily available. It's not, that's not the issue either, too. I think social media plays into it as well because, and we've talked about it before, like, it, there was a time when, well, when we were younger, if you were being bullied and you were in school, you had a reprieve. You had a reprieve mm-hmm. of you could go home and not have to see the person or yeah. interact with the person that was the you know cause of stress in your yeah. life until the next day or when or if the weekend came and you didn't have to see them for a few days. But now it's with everyone's connected with you know uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all that shit. Like you, it, it's constant. It's never gone. Yeah. Like when you leave school it's still right there in your face like, in your i can't face. imagine being a kid in school today mm-hmm. versus when we were there because there wasn't all this there no. wasn't social media no. like this to this degree so it's like they can never escape it never and then on the flip side of it too is that i think you know because there has been so much so many school shootings too it's like like the kid like i want to be the next school shooter it's like a twisted way of looking at it, like he wants fifteen minutes of fame. He wants this, yeah. You know what I mean? Like to, uh, I, I want to be, I want to be remembered this way. Mm-hmm. I can be famous this way. Like you, you know, anybody yeah. can go on a, a singing competition show and become famous or be yeah. on reality TV and be famous. And this is how I'm going to be famous. I'm going to shoot up my school. People will remember me. And it's like a, a sick way to think about it, to to, to have notoriety that way. But they get that. They get, they get that's, that's that dark. That's, that's, too. that's like, one of the, the terrible things about. Um, but yeah, it is true, uh, Lisa. It's, it really is all about love. And it's funny you say that because at the tail end of that shooter's video, he does say something to, I don't know who it was, a girl that he liked or something like that. Maybe I'll see you in the afterlife. You know what I mean? Something happened along the course of his life. You know, maybe he shouldn't have been in that school. Maybe he should have been somewhere else. Maybe he was mentally unstable and stuff like that. But there's got to be some sort of checks and balances to make sure that this doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I'll be goddamn if I send my son to a school where there's a possibility of that. It just ain't mm-hmm. happening, man. Yeah. I'll teach him, yeah. you know? He may be homeschooled and stuff like that, but he'll be safe. And it's just, it's a scary thing, but it's just like, I just want to change things, you know? Um, yeah, Lisa, yeah, you're right. It is about love. I mean, and it's not so much to like, you have to like everybody or love everybody, but just treat everybody like, the simplistic treat. Treat people how mm-hmm. the way you would want to be treated. Exactly. And it yeah. is very simple to do that, you know. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes people feel like, oh, they're set in their ways about how they view things. Yeah. It's like, all right, but, like, if someone has a dis- disagreeing yeah. view than you have, like, that doesn't... Wait, it doesn't change the... Car- you know? Like, like you, you and I could have a conversation. You might yeah. see something a different way. That doesn't mean we have to stop no, being friends. No, not at all. <laughs> we can have I, different if that kind of happened with yeah. kids now, you know? Like, they're just like, oh, well, no. Yeah. And then the person who is the bully, the mindset of why they become the bully and why they feel as if they have to take away people's souls, where did that come... You know what I mean? Like, what are they missing in their lives? Mm-hmm. It's just... It's a terrible time to be young and American. I just feel as if it shouldn't be that, ever be that way. You should mm-hmm. never be denied your youth. You should never be denied your freedom. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to say about that because it's just it's just too much sometimes to talk about because it's just um, it's a mixture of emotions for me. Um, I've been teaching for almost you know eighteen years, and I just you know it's just a scary world that we live in, and I just think that we need to stop writing about it and start doing stuff about it. You know, um, I, sh- I wish you much success on that on that venture, my friend. Well, I'm sure you'll be here talking about it with me in the podcast lounge. Yeah, let's do um, it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to wrap this up. Uh, Look, nobody came up with the answer to the trivia question. The trivia question is, what was the original name of Pearl Jam's second album, Versus, which is their second album, 
you get two tickets to Top of the World, and you know, I guess I'll throw in a chicken taco as well. You know, with what? some guacamole. Why not? Hey, three tacos. Um, Top of the World is next Saturday, not tomorrow with all the rain. Next Saturday looks June to have 9th. good weather. What it's time on the it rooftop. Start? It starts at seven p.m. Seven p.m. Sun will still be up. The hardest working man at the rooftop is going to be right there with you, emceeing, yes. playing in two, possibly three bands, rocking the shit. With his nice short haircut now, looks amazing. Very cute on him. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the hardest working man at the Whole Foods top of, top of the pops, top of the world. Top of the That's pops. funny you said that because I wrote world. an Instagram post that said top of the world, top of the charts, top of the pops. Like, <laughs> all the tops. Yeah. yeah, it's the tops. Mm-hmm. It's the but tops. yeah, we hope to see you there. Uh, it's going to be a great time. It's actually the seventh time we've done this. Nine bands, three DJs, the Chamonix Creek Brewing Company, the Taco Truck, Friends, the Stars, the Lights. Uh, Bryn Bailey of uh, Legacy Lens Productions is going to be filming the whole thing. It's going to be on the internet for people to see if they're living too far away. Jack, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for participating. Chris Wolf, thanks for participating. Dad, what's up? And everybody else out there in the Bob Nation, especially uh, my man Kevin. It feels great to be back in the lounge talking with him. Yeah, we were staring at the Ouija board the entire time. We were, the whole time. Uh, it's been another great podcast. My name's Bob. Peace. Peace.